Hello there. I just got in from performing, um, let's see, around 15 minutes ago or so. And it went well. And I thought that it would not go well because I was in a slot from 9 p.m. to midnight when people I was confident would be the drunkest, the loudest, the rudest. But that wasn't the case. They were really, really cheering. It went well. So I'm on a high from my performance, which is great. The high is amazing. It's a big part of why I why I hit the stage. Um, so I'm recording this episode. It will come out next week. I have yet to post my last episode for this week, which is the Meghan Markle interview. And it should have been you know, I should have posted it when I recorded it, but it's coming out soon. And I apologize that I'm talking about stuff that is very, very old. So feel free to listen to that interview if you'd like. It's or that episode if you would like. It's up to you. Um But yes, this episode that I'm currently recording. I'm recording it so that next week I will do no recording and no work on the website or sorry, on the podcast. And that may be the case. I may take the following week off altogether before dipping into P Valley content. I will see how I feel. I will see how it goes. I've done a little bit of podcast research. Um, I did before I launched and then recently I was on some website or something. And it said that it takes at least six months for a podcast to possibly do well. I mean, the podcast space could not be any more oversaturated. And I don't believe that six months, six months is going to determine if a podcast actually takes off or not. I had a friend who did a podcast about five years ago. So before it was oversaturated and she worked on it for, I think at least a year if not like a year and a half and it, it went absolutely nowhere. But anyway, I know that consistency is key, but sanity is also key. So there's that. So I will be taking the week off that you're listening to this, which is next week. And I may take the week after that off as well. Um, but the episode that I come back with more than likely will be part one of an interview that I conducted last year. However, if there's some crazy scandal and I feel like recording an episode or a big story, I will grab my microphone and I will do just that. Speaking of microphones, I thought that I broke my microphone and I thought that I broke my laptop because when I was trying to record days ago, it was pure static pretty much when I would play back what I was recording and my laptop my MacBook Pro, it was a Christmas present and I thought I already had broken it or that it had already broken. And so it was stress inducing, needless to say. And I found out that it was just the website was the problem, not my equipment. So that was good to know. But along the lines of thinking that I broke my freaking laptop and my microphone, as far as the podcast is concerned and why I was concerned about that is because I have taken, or I'm not currently on the Apple charts. So I, my 
episodes that I had, my last few episodes, I was always on the charts, the iTunes charts. And then my episode that I did the other week, the first one of this year, I was also on the charts. So usually the pod charts around somewhere from one, around 130, like I'm usually between 130 and 100 and maybe 46 of the top 200 within my category. I think I may have um, peaked at like 118 or 108 or something a long time ago, but this is the first time that I'm not on the charts that I checked the other day and I was like, what is happening? I did get a microphone, which I've said like many times, and I hope that the difference is pretty clear. I It's embarrassing, actually. There, so here are the things that are embarrassing about my podcast episodes. The quality or lack thereof the audio um, early on. I got a microphone. I think that helps. And of course I could upgrade later, but I'm just not finna sit here and be pumping money into something that is not pumping money right back out at me. So my microphone didn't cost much and I obviously don't have somebody doing editing and sound engineering, like all the technical stuff. I don't have anybody for that because that would be out of pocket and I'm not going to go out of pocket for this podcast until it puts something in my pocket, which who knows? Who knows if it ever will? We will see. Um, expectation. Isn't that the birth of disappointment? <laughs> I mean, I know that's not the quote. I'm saying that to be ridiculous, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with it. Expectation is the birth of disappointment. So we will see what happens. I have had a lot of fun this week. Um, well, I've had a lot of fun ever since I started recording again. So to me, I'm like, if I'm getting pleasure out of this, that's all that matters. I'm not trying to um, over overanalyze what the hell I'm doing. I'm just getting on the mic saying what I want to say. Uh, something else that I'm doing differently now is I'm taking my audio and I'm speeding it up um, for as far as what's actually published in the episodes. I'm speeding it up. 1.2 times or 1.1 times. So yeah, so it depends on the episode. I don't need to break it down. Some episodes, since I started recording again this year, they're at a 1.2 speed and others are at a 1.1 speed. Because the reasoning behind that is I fear that I sound mumbled. And because I fear that I can sound mumbled at times, I speak slower. And when I speak slower and then I listen back to the audio, I sound like a white woman with special needs. And that is unacceptable to me. And so something that I, I like about speeding up my audio, which is, I mean, thank God I had the idea to do it. Something else I like about it is it makes me sound more enthused because in my attempt an execution of speaking slower, it can make me sound a bit more monotone than I need to sound as well. And so I realized that I do think I, I definitely have to have the episodes come out at a 1.2 or 1.1 speed. That's something that I've done, except the episode where my alarm was going off. I didn't, I didn't change the speed on that. 
but this will this will probably i'll probably change the speed because i think i've changed the speed um for i yeah i have changed the speed for every episode that i've done this year other than the very first one so i also want to work on <laughs> smacking on my lips i think i smack my lips a bit when i listen back to these episodes and before I record, I always say, I am not going to go to the bathroom, or I'm not going to drink a lot of water because I do not want to go to the bathroom. And so I feel like maybe my mouth might be a little drier and that's why I'm smacking my lips. I mean, that could be a completely ridiculous reason. It could just be how I speak. I was listening to another podcast and one of the hosts, she was doing the, I was hearing the same exact smacking that I'd be doing up on the P-Valley podcast and they are a very successful podcast. They've been around for years. So I felt better hearing somebody else smacking. But hopefully I could kind of rein that shit in. Because I feel like I hear more smacking than I need to be hearing. Because I do listen to the episodes. Um, when I... So there goes a smack. <laughs> in my Bridgerton episode, I you know said something about reggae and I had a fan of reggae's who was tweeting at me and I was happy that she listened to the episode but the truth of the matter is I think it's important for me to keep it 100 and in that pursuit of keeping it 100 in these episodes I'm going to say things first and foremost that not everyone is going to agree with and I will stand by what I say um, unless somebody brings it or calls it to my attention that I'm completely wrong. But it is important not to sit there and kiss people's ass and sugarcoat and make your content essentially sound like a press release. Because when I had my website, I was being honest and keeping it 100 Whereas a lot of my competitors were just kind of sugarcoating and that's boring. Um, authenticity is very important and I think it's boring to just sit there and, and praise, praise anything exclusively. I think, I think there needs to be more layers than that and more depth than that. So I was just, I said something about reggae because in general, it's been called to my attention certain indicators of people kind of slipping or not really delivering as well as others when it comes to acting in their performances. It's just, Everybody knows that. It's like you watch any show, for example, and say there's a lawyer on the show, a doctor, a chef, whatever it is, whoever has that occupation will be just critiquing the hell out of the accuracy of what is what they're watching. And so it's the same with acting. It's like, I know someone who has done a lot of acting. And so that person has kind of um, educated me on, on ways that people are not doing their jobs as well as they could. Clearly it does not matter how good of an actor um, reggae was as far as him winning fans over his face is wonderful and I'm here for his face, really. Like, he could be miming, and I would be happy. So, but I just wanted to mention the fact that if you listen to this podcast, like, listen knowing that I'm going to be speaking my mind and giving my opinion, and that's exactly why you should listen to this podcast, because I'm not trying to blow smoke 
kiss ass and say what everybody else is saying again that is boring for the listener and it's also boring for me to be creating that kind of content also and lastly that i can remember at least off the top of my head right now i made a youtube page and it doesn't have an official name youtube said something about how it has to exist for 30 days before i could have an actual name for the channel so if you type in p valley podcast two words you will find it but i'm not promoting it on here necessarily um it's clips it's audio clips of the podcast if you want to support me on there i would be so happy about that but listen to the streams of the actual podcast those are what make me happy happy those are what keep put me or keep me on the apple charts and i made a youtube channel because someone that i follow he was saying that there are so many podcasts everybody should also do a youtube so i did my youtube and the youtube is i'm pleased i i won't you know explain why i'm pleased but i am pleased with the performance of a few of my videos so the most popular one was derek jackson which you know i covered derek jackson much later than when the story broke but i said something like what was the derek jackson let me let me look right now just so that it kind of sort of seems like i know what i'm talking about um or that i could pretend to or i could be accurate let's see so I said, I have a video called Derek Jackson isn't the worst type of cheater. And that's the most popular video. It's not viral, but it's the most popular video. Nowhere near being viral. So it has at the moment 158 views. And the Bridgerton, I did some Bridgerton videos and those tanked. Those tanked. But considering the popularity of Bridgerton, I understand. I probably did not stand a chance at all algorithm wise. But with Derek Jackson, I went on my Twitter and I, I posted two videos. And then in my caption of one of my tweets, I kind of fucked up exactly what I was saying, which is fine. It was kind of fucked up in the tweet when I looked back at it today or yesterday. But realistically, if you heard the episode, you know what I was saying. I basically was saying there's two types of cheaters. And the way that I kind of ruined my tweet is I was kind of indicating that Derek said he's still married or he's still with his wife to his mistress. And that is not true. Derek told his mistress that he was single. So if you listen to the episode, you understood. If you saw the tweet, it was a little confusing, but um, it, it's nice to see those 158 views. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that numbers that are so microscopic feel good because when you have a podcaster just talking out there into the ether, being a weirdo and hoping that it all that all goes well also with the youtube page why um again if you subscribe that would be dope but i'm not really expecting that with the youtube i have disabled all co all comments and i also have um chosen to hide the likes or dislikes which confuses me because there's an option saying you could hide the likes or dislikes but i don't really know how they would possibly be displayed because it's not giving me the information of if there's any likes or dislikes. I don't know. So maybe it prevented the ability for people to like or dislike it. But then I've liked some of the videos, but I, again, I don't even see the likes that I've done off of my different um, Gmail accounts. Now the reasoning behind me disabling comments 
and disabling the ability supposedly for people to see the likes and dislikes. I did that just because I am, I am aware that I can get caught up in checking my stats. I can get caught up in refreshing maybe to see, oh, did somebody comment on this video? I've heard so many people, so many performers and public figures and podcast hosts repeatedly say how nasty people are in the comments on YouTube. But my main reason for disabling the comments was just for time constraints, knowing that I'm going to be checking to read the comments or I'm going to be wanting to respond to the comments and that ain't doing nothing for me. That's not putting any money in my bank account to be spending more time just looking at what people are saying. That's kind of the beauty of having the following that I do on Instagram and Twitter. It's my followings are microscopic. I'm around, I think 20, I think I'm at like 2000. Again, let me care about accuracy. So I'm at 2,455 followers on, on the gram and I'm at, let's see for Twitter. Twitter, I am at 566. Um, when I had my website, I had a large following. And what that means is that you have a lot of interaction, engagement, and that's all time consuming. That was my occupation. So it was different. But until I actually see some money, um, I'm not trying to be to get caught up in any comments on YouTube, because especially I don't want to hear it. Because I know, as I said, I could sound muffled or sometimes I could sound, I, sometimes I'm just not the biggest fan of my voice sometimes um, on the podcast, but outside of the podcast, I love my voice, but that's fine. You can't, you can't have everything all the time, right? So thank you for the billionth time for listening to the podcast and this episode I find it kind of fun. There goes a smack. <laughs> there goes a smack. It's like, if I paid myself for every time I smacked my freaking mouth, I would probably stop. So I should probably try to keep track of that. But um, I think it's fun. I love when a podcast, they're like, oh, this is, I want y'all to know it's one o'clock in the morning. It's two o'clock in the morning, whatever. It's not that late. But <laughs> this one isn't that late. My Derek Jackson one was late. I am riding a wave high from my performance tonight, but um, I do think it's fun to just kind of, maybe I'm the, the only one, but I do think it's fun to kind of give just updates from where I'm coming from as someone who hasn't done many episodes. As I said, I just think it's fun when, whenever a host is, says what time it is, or just kind of gets into certain things a little bit behind the scenes to me, that's entertaining. So that's what I was doing. And lastly, um, you know, just, Again, I think it's good if anybody is trying out anything to try to sink the least amount of money into it as possible up front. I listened to a podcast that has, I think, around, they have around 400,000 um, listeners a week. And the host does the entire podcast on GarageBand. She said that many times. And her microphones don't look that expensive. And I'm only mentioning this when I just said, thank y'all for listening to the pod. I'm only mentioning this because I listened to an episode of a podcast 
last week and it was about podcast tips and they were just like, you need to be in, in a studio. You got to be in a studio. And this other podcast that has been top rated, it is three years old, this other podcast. And they do, one of the hosts does the editing on GarageBand and their microphones aren't great. They literally, they have done every single episode on the host's couch in her living room. So don't be discouraged if somebody says you got to be in a studio. <laughs> you can be in a studio a studio is amazing and I would love to get up my ass up in a studio at some point but I'm not talking yeah I'm not has I'm not talking about for the podcast just to get up in a studio and get on that mic and pretend to be the next Nicki Minaj but um you know I just don't really feel like that is necessary to be in the studio just figure out what works for you do what works for you just like for myself I figured out okay speeding up the audio I think is just better. I think it's kind of better, more interesting for the listener because I am speeding down or slowing down my speech so much. I'm so conscious of just trying to be understood because I know that sometimes that isn't always the case. So you figure out what works for you, but I'm, I have some ideas for some of these episodes. I'm excited for some of these, um, P Valley content episodes, just hang in there and, I'm actually excited that P-Valley is supposedly coming back next year instead of this year because I it's going to be worth the wait. I think it's great. It's like, look at how Insecure took a big break. It's just the fans, us fans, we aren't going anywhere. And I mean, just I'm fine with that because ration out these episodes for me, please, because it's only 10 episodes. So it would suck. Think about it. P-Valley dropped season two in January, we already would be done with the season. So I am very happy to wait for a season two. Thank you guys again. Hope you have a great, safe, happy week. Bye.